ervaring. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. This part of the book's right. And he grabbed me. part of the book's right. And he grabbed me. Oh, welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. Good evening, Patriots, and happy almost Easter Sunday. Hope everyone had a good Friday yesterday. Welcome in, everybody. Let me know where you're all from in the chat. We got some shit talking to do today, I can tell you that. As you can see here on my thumbnail, we're going to be stirring the pot, I find it. Welcome in, my friend. What's going on? Oh, I can't even stand it. You got a taco down there in the cor- Oh, man, come on. What are you doing to me, man? The people that know, the people that know they eat wings, they know. They, they, they It's just like Trump supporters, man. People that have, live in, uh, you know, libtard families... That, uh, that, you know, quietly voted for Trump. It's the same thing for uh, wing eaters when they uh, have to decide between tacos and wings. They won't, they <laughs> won't admit it to their family and friends. But be in the closets and behind closed doors, they're eating them wings. Welcome <laughs> in, everybody. Welcome in, guys. This is your boy here, Scott, your host. Welcome in. Thank you guys for joining here. We're live on Twitch. We're live on DLive. On the Foxhole.app, Pill.net, CloudHub, uh, on the Roku, AwokeSocize.tv. We're everywhere right now. We're on we're on multiple platforms. Periscope, I don't think Periscope's around anymore, but either way, we're just going to keep bouncing around. I can't wait to get on, uh, you know, Mike Lindell's new platform. Pretty soon I'll be streaming on Odyssey as well. I got to test it and uh, play around with it, but so many things going on, guys. We're going to be talking about the uh, Noah Green guy, the guy, the uh, Nation of Islam member that uh, unfortunately, he got killed, died, and the police officer died, and uh, we got we're going to talk about that. The MLB is canceling itself, of course. Of course they are. They just couldn't help themselves. And uh, we're going to make some clowns in throughout the show. It'll probably be a shorter show today, ladies and gentlemen. I know people are very busy with what's going on. And, of course, little man's here laughing. Of course he is. He's going to get kicked out here, and everyone's going everyone's gonna to hate me, I find it. Everyone's going to hate me when I do it. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One of these ga- days, guys, I'm just going to put him in the chair, and you guys can just stare at him for an hour, and I'll, I'll go hang out in the living room. Right, buddy? Right? <laughs> I know. 
You just can't help yourself. You just can't help yourself. Before we get into the media blitz, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into today's sponsor here. Let me pull them up, buddy. Let me pull them up. Here, there we go. All right, guys, we're doing the Spygate playing cards again. Brought to you by Trisha. Trisha, don't want to butcher her name. Um, another Patriot here. Let me pull up the script as we get it ready. So these are some high-quality poker cards, ladies and gentlemen. And they have all the Spygate actors from the FISA courts all the way up to George Soros on 52 high-quality coding poker-sized deck of cards. These cards are going to be around. No, they're not going to be around for long. And you will want to get this part of history because we know that it'll be swept under the rug. Again, Trisha is a retired Navy Intel officer with 26 years of military service. She is doing her part to help bring the light or educate people about the coup to bring down a U.S. president and who the people behind such treasonous acts did. There's no promo code, so when you order, just say that Woke sent you. But again, I have these cards right here. And I was actually just shuffling them around last night while I was playing... Uh, Playing some video games yesterday with the guys from Table of Titans, which was pretty fun, actually. Um, but these are the cards, guys. Got the cards right here. I mean, I don't even know who this Who's number two? Who's number... Oh! <laughs> Look at that. Check this out. Susan Rice. Susan Rice. And they're all they're all here. George Soros is in here. All the clowns are in here. I have a, I have a deck of clowns for all you all. But go check it out, guys. SpygatePlayingCards.com. Let, let them know that Woke sent you. You're supporting my sponsors. You're supporting Veteran and her Patriot business. You can't get much better than that. Can't get much better than that. So let's just uh, cut the music real quick. Just want to say thank you again to the Woke fam that's hanging out here with me. Thank you to my mods. You guys, I have the best mods in the business. Could not do any of these shows without you. Just want to say, guys, doing five uh, five shows a week, it's definitely been a little bit more challenging, more time-consuming. But, I, I again, I absolutely love what I do, and I'm just happy to be hanging out with you guys and all that good stuff. I find it, man. I'm ready to get into the news blitz to figure out what the hell is going on in the world today, my friend. Yeah, I'm ready too, man. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Computer's just like not working today, but it's fine. It's fine. First thing we got up here, man. Did you know that us, the white devils, are responsible for um, black women's obesity? Did you know that? I find it. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Man. Well, you're going to find out right now. Watch this, guys. You can't get access to good health care, good insurance. The research says that black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what, and what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you are experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same. <laughs> I find it. You go first, man. I can't. Oh, so it's so. Let me get this straight, man. It's it's the stress from racism that's causing them to stay obese. That's that's what this. Oh, dude, this this can't go much further before uh, before their heads explode. It can't. There's no way that they can come up with anything else, right? Well, it looked like the woman that was talking actually ate Stacey Abrams. So even if she ate Stacey <laughs> Abrams, they would still blame that it was racism. It was morally racism. But when you look at what's on the center here of, of the name of this black woman own the conversation. And little man almost ate it here on the studio. Black woman own the conversation. They should have said, 
we're all we're all just gonna get in a racist circle and blame white women for uh, for our problems. Dude, I cannot tell you how sick and disgustingly racist this is. If any, if can you imagine a group of white women going around saying, <laughs> "I feel this way because of of black African American woman." <laughs> Dude, it would be pure pandemonium. It would be chaos if what, that happened. White women aren't forcing the uh, chicken wings and tacos down your mouth, lady. They ain't doing it. You have a hand. You have a mouth. You're an adult. You can control what you eat. But no, we're gonna be racist about it. This is uh, absolutely funny, and we have to call out. We have to call out these sick people as soon as we can. So, another news here. This is a big win because anything involving deterring Bill Gates carrying out his globalist agenda is always a good thing. Here from Zero Hedge, Sweden scraps Bill Gates' geoengineering plot to block the sun. And this is good. Why are we scoring around with the sun and everything else? All because of, of climate change. So an effort to dim the sun to stop global warming has been scrapped by the Swedish Space Agency, who announced that the program, which was funded by Bill Gates, has divided the scientific community and will therefore not be carried out. And I can tell you, I find it this division was probably between globalist and non-globalist. But as we go down here and finding out what exactly he wanted to do, the Gates-funded idea would have seen the release of calcium carbonate, essentially chalk dust, into the atmosphere from high-altitude balloons to observe the effect it has on sunlight reaching the planet's surface. The ultimate goal of the study was to reduce the temperature on the planet in an effort to stave off global warming. So all I'm expecting now, man, is another uh, video of how uh, Greta Thunberg is going to be saying that we're burning her, her forest down. What do you think? <laughs> I was actually wondering, you know, whenever this was first getting talked about, I was wondering, would the day come where, you know, people all over the earth, it would all of a sudden just get darker over a period of days or weeks, and we're all, we're all just blaming Bill Gates. Like, all right, guys, it happened. He threw the dust in the air, and now we're all freezing our asses off, and it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's so retarded, man. It's it's, it's anything but Bill Gates. I just, I, I just want him to go away. I just want him to go away on his ranch somewhere and just go buzz off and go screw around with all your weird-ass experiments somewhere else. So... Speaking of weird-ass experiments, the COVID passports, they're not just something that's a problem that's um, evolving over here in the States. It's actually the same thing out in the UK. And unfortunately, um, they're going to be doing it out there. And the thing is, Boris Johnson is fully behind it and says the vaccination passports could be imposed, could be imposed on the public for less than a year, according to plans being drawn by up, by uh, drawn up by Downing Street to head off a, a Tory revolt. Boris Johnson will give the green light on Monday to the development of a system of a vaccine certification. As he looks to reinvigorate the economy, ministers believe the scheme may be essential in reopening venues such as theater stadiums, which rely on large on, on rely on large crowds. And this is the thing, man. We were talking about this on the show so many times. It's really sick what they're doing here. And we talked. To, I talked about it yesterday with uh, what the uh, these baseball stadiums are trying to do out here in New York. We're going to talk about the MLB a bunch tonight, but. It's the same thing. And the worst part is, this is like as if Joe Biden were to mandate this for the entire country. That's the equivalent of what's going on now. And the timeline of this, he said, man, it could, it should be less than a year. But you all know the goalposts are probably going to move on this. It's extremely scary. That's right. And the, and the general statement is that whenever government grabs power, they don't give it back. So... Look, I know whenever we see stories like this, we always get that bad feeling. We just start imagining all the possibilities that can come from this. Am I going to be able to go do this or that without having this because I refuse to get it? But right after that thought, you need to back it up with the the uh, 
the opportunity that's available for the people because you can stand up you can fight this i know we've got people in our chats from over there across the pond and y'all are doing the same thing that we're doing you got to get up and stand up for this man and not let this kind of crap happen to y'all you know this is this is the place where you can get out in the streets so and and protest peacefully man Absolutely, and 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 uh, shift uh, DFHS in the Twitch chat says for less than a year? Question mark. It's almost like when Doctor Fauci said uh, uh, today on on Navarro on Fox that um, there may be masks still required all the way up till twenty twenty two, and he said he was like, we're not sure if that's the case, but we're gonna we're gonna err on the side of caution just to make sure because we want the real data and we're going to keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and keep pushing the goalposts back. It's absolutely terrible. And to these 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 power hungry globalist communists, man, they do not they're not gonna stop. They're not gonna stop until we change it ourselves. But anyways, other news here. Disclose.tv. Speaking of YouTube, we knew they were deleting these dislikes, and now we have actual numbers. It's almost reached now a total of two and a half million dislikes. And what does that equate to almost per video? YouTube is deleting close to eight thousand dislikes per video on average released at the on the official house channel according to data collected by 81m.org. Google slash YouTube has the most advanced anti-bot slash non-human traffic technologies available on the market. Thus, most of the removed dislikes are probably real dislikes by real humans. And I always thought about that, I find it. I always thought like, I mean, even even when I saw, like if I got a notification for YouTube for a Joe Biden video, I pull it up and dislike it just because I, I can't stand them. But I always thought, it was like, are there coordinated groups that are being paid out there to do this? And um, when I read that statement about, you know, you, you Google and YouTube having that technology, it makes sense. They should have that technology. They literally have every resource at their fingertips. So for them to say, you know, this, this is to stop uh, disinformation campaigns and targeted campaigns against politicians and their whole, their whole spiel they put out on Twitter the other day. Absolutely. It's just there's, there's nothing to it. It's empty words. And uh, it's really disgusting that this sense, this is basically what you would see happening in China. It's crazy. Yeah, and the thing is, they don't want to admit that a very, very large portion of the country is simply getting on their phones or their computers or whatever it is and taking five minutes out of their day to go put dislikes because we know the effect that that can have on the public forum. On on being re- People are going to report on this. It ends up on the news and everything about just saying, hey, nobody is happy with this bullshit. Nobody wants to watch it. Get it off. We don't want to hear him, okay? Screw this guy. And they want that to go away. So it's our movement. It's our people that are getting up every day and we're just taking the, those few seconds to go in and make that little change. And they just hate it. They hate it so much. They do, man. They can't stand it. They know the people. They know this was not the most uh, popular president with those eighty fake million votes that they tri- that they pushed down everyone's throat. But speaking of poly- useless politicians, man, this 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 is good. This is really good. This is what it comes down to for all those people that worship Bernie Sanders and especially uh, AOC. Senator Bernie Sanders is one of the least effective members of the Senate, according to the study. And when you go to the study itself, new UVA Vanderbilt study, Representative AOC is one of the least effective members of Congress. She has introduced a total of 21 bills, but her legislation has received no action in committees, no floor votes, and none have ever become law. Senator Bernie Sanders is, again, also part of that group. And they, they, they share a lot of the same agendas, I find. And it's just funny why are they there? How do these people get here? It makes you just think these people aren't politicians. They're here for sound bites and TikTok videos and activism. That's what that sounds like to me, man. 
Yeah. And so the other part about this is why do these people have the most influence on the culture that hates us whenever they're literally getting nothing done? They, they come up with nothing that's bipartisan that everybody can agree on, good laws, good policies, none of that crap. So they're just wasting a seat. They're wasting time. And yet they have this big podium, you know, for the public. And it's it sickens me that they get to have a microphone. That's that's what is the worst part about it for me. Absolutely, dude. And that's the thing, like when you realize like when uh, AOC was taking pictures down the border when Trump was in office, it, it, it just clearly shows exactly what she is about. She is nothing but a gas bag that has nothing to offer all of her radical agenda. You know, when she first got into office, uh, AOC, she went and protested in front of uh, Nancy Pelosi's office. I think it was like the first or second day she was there. And, you know, I don't know too much about politics, but I'm pretty sure you got to kind of play nice a little bit with your own party. And it makes you wonder how many more AOCs are in there and these in these politicians that have these pow- the power that they do. And literally nothing is getting done for the people. I think that study is very important for people to see and for the brainwash to see. You're literally following nothing but empty words and propaganda coming out of these people's mouths because the changes they're actually doing, they're not going anywhere. So really, you're just sitting there wasting your time until someone else replaces you by a Dominion machine. It's unbelievable. But something that was even more unbelievable here, this was also, I believe, uh, I think this was out of the UK. Pretty sure this was out of the UK. Talk about a Good Friday, man. These people totally shit on their Good Friday here. These people were having church. And police came in and told them you all need to go home or you're going to get arrested. Check this out. So please explain us. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, gathering is unfortunately lawful, unlawful under the coronavirus regulations we have currently. You are not allowed to meet inside with this many people under law. At this moment in time, you need to go home failure to comply with this direction to leave and go to your home address ultimately could lead you to be fined £200 or if you fail to give your details to you being arrested. I suggest ladies and gentlemen, though it is quite a, it is Good Friday and I appreciate you would like to worship, that this gathering is unlawful, so please may you leave So please explain us Holy cow, man, can you imagine you're, you're, go, you're in church, you just want to be left alone, you've gone through absolute hell And you have the police coming in and telling you that you're all a bunch of, you know, essentially disease carriers, virus spreaders, and you're told this to be sent home. And if you don't comply, we're going to fine you. And if you don't give your information, we're going to also arrest you, man. This is what tyranny looks like. It's awful. Dude, I don't I, I, I watched this a few times and there's something that I just don't understand about this. If this if that kind of crap had happened down here. All right. And I'm just going to use, you know, where I'm from as an example is that. If you had come into a church and tried to tell us all to leave, <laughs> um, first of all, first of all, that they would have probably never made it through the front doors. I'm just saying people would have stopped them. Second of all, if they had even made it to a stage where they had a microphone and they tried to tell everybody to leave, everybody would have stood up and started singing hymns. We would have preached over them. That's the way that churches, you know, they they act over down here is that you're not you're not going to stop worship. I'm so I'm actually so surprised that everybody didn't just stand up and start worshiping right there until they just shut the hell up and left. Because Absolutely. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to put all these kids in cuffs and walk them out the door? Hell no, they're not, dude. That that kind of <laughs> that would never happen, man. This is God's house. Get the heck out, cops, you know? That's what I'm saying, guys. For everyone out there cuz depending on where you live, you can go to church or you can't go to church, do your thing, worship. It's Easter. It's going to be Easter tomorrow. 
And also on top of it, it's a big middle finger to the establishment. Go do your thing, guys. Do not listen to tyranny. It's absolutely disgusting. So That's right. this is the this is the video I want to show you guys. Really, that I wanted. This is the most probably the most important video on the show that I've ever played. Um, again, solidifying my argument as to why wings are better than tacos. I can tell you right now, wings won't get you killed in front of a Taco Bell ran over. What am I talking about? I'm talking about this video right here of this person running over people inside of a Taco Bell. This is what happens, guys. We need tacos. I'm telling you. Protect your kids. Here we go. Let that be a lesson to all of you taco eaters out there. Is, do you want does that do you want that to happen to your family? I didn't think so. Go eat a chicken wing. They are truly God's food for the people. What do you think, man? All right, man, I have a confession. They did not give me the amount of tacos that I asked for when I went through the drive-thru. And and this is what happened. Look, I'm sorry, I lost my temper and I had to just take off, man. They wouldn't let they wouldn't give me my tacos. And that's what happens whenever you don't fulfill the order, okay? That's what happens. I paid my dues. I'm out. Okay. I made it for the stream tonight. But I'm just saying, I got really ticked off. Because I asked for more tacos and they wouldn't give them to me. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this is what happens when you eat tacos. Stuff like that, you're going to get yourself killed out there. You all need to be careful. So chalk that up. Chalk that one up for Woke Societies here on the on Team Wing out here. I just wanted to get that across to you. So that's going to wrap up today's News Blitz, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. There comes the hate. Here comes the hate. I love it. Bring on the hate. <laughs> Bring on the hate, woke fam. I can handle it. I can handle it. So, in honor of um, of Easter Sunday coming tomorrow, I have a video here that I hopefully will play in here in just a moment. Uh, I, I saw Methods actually was the one that sent me this the other, the other uh, just last night. And I never saw this before. I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. Um, so, this guy is out. I don't know what city this is. This guy is, he's he's beating a woman. I don't know what his problem is. But somebody comes out of nowhere and saves his life, and he's wearing a certain costume. And so in honor of uh, Easter Sunday coming up, guys, enjoy this uh, somewhat funny video, and we'll see you on the other side of the intro here. So let that be a lesson to you all. Don't hit a woman and don't mess with the Easter Bunny.
thanks for tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning, patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie, realize how everything is Real. Your project looking glass, the future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals Both society's fam, you know it's time to go Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow Alright, let's do this Thank you guys for hanging out with Piggy today and my co-host I find you here. Again, we are live streaming on DLive on Twitch, on the foxhole.app, pill.net, cloud hub, and on wokesocize.tv through the convenience of your Roku's. It's all there. It's all there, guys. Yeah, don't mess with don't mess with the Easter bunny and don't ever hit a woman. It's just not gonna work out for you. It's just not gonna work out for you. And the worst part about it is the Easter bunny beat the crap out of you and people recorded it. That's so. That's awful, dude. That's not something I'd want on my uh, on my resume. I can tell you that right now. So, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. So, thank you guys for hanging out. Just remember, the best way to donate to the show is through the Cash App. Send your uh, you can send that Cash App right through the links that my mods are sending. Send a message with it, and I will read it on air, just like a super chat and all that good stuff. All the donations, one hundred percent of those Cash Apps go directly to this channel. And D-Live did turn the lemons back on. People are dropping those, so I thank you. D-Live does take a hefty chunk out of the donations, about 40%. So just to give you a heads up on that, it's all appreciated. We thank you guys and love you. I'm ready to get into the main content here. I want to find out what was going on with this guy, this Noah guy that we had. I was setting up my show yesterday, I find it. And, you know, as things go on, I had everything ready to go. And then, of course, everything comes down here. And this guy decides to ram into a barricade um, and just, you know, the entire country was looking at what the hell is going on. Who is this guy? What is he connected to? The only information that I had as I was wrapping up the show is that the police officer had just died and the suspect, this guy Noah, had also died. Um, But as far as that, didn't really have a name yet. Didn't know his social media, but all that came into the light um, extremely fast, probably a couple hours after my show ended and not going to be kind of surprised about this as far as what he's associated with. So let's bring this up here and dive into it. From Andy No here on Twitter, the man who rammed a car into Capitol Police killing one has been identified as Noah Green. Green was armed with a large blade when he was shot dead. He identified as a follower of the Black Nationalist Nation of Islam movement. And of course, Facebook immediately deleted his profile. The internet was going nuts trying to uh, just scrape everything they could off of this guy to make sure no one could get it. But, of course, people are on top of it. We have a lot of the stuff that he said. But this is what this is what he looked like, a young dude, a young dude here. It's really unfortunate. But when you see these pictures from his uh, Facebook profile, you can tell he was definitely a member of the Nation of Islam in a very uh, recent gift here. So Savior's Day gift 2021 is presented to Noah of Norfolk, Virginia. He is clearly very involved with this. This isn't some uh, thing that he got into years ago. Uh, this is very recent. And the reports that we got is after he ran these uh, two policemen into the barrier, which was about 300 feet away from the actual capital itself, um, he then proceeded to get out. And when he got out, he had that large blade, and that's when the police officers 
took out their guns and clearly had every right to fire on him. And they hit him. I don't know how many times, but it was enough to kill him. One police officer succumbed to his injuries, and so did the suspect Noah here, man. But what were your initial thoughts, man, when this news was breaking and uh, we were trying to figure out what the hell was going on? It just looked like a crazy situation where everybody online was freaking out. And the bad part was I couldn't find any video or, you know, security camera footage or whatever you want to call it of of the actual incident. Um, I was seeing stuff about, like, he had gone through a checkpoint and he ran the checkpoint and, and things like that. So it, it, it made me – it raised questions of, well, all right, well, did he have problems with at the checkpoint? Did he have, you know, drugs or something like that in the car? And that's where I just sort of began with it. But – Whenever you see that car, it ran straight into the barrier. It's like, you know, it looks like he almost ran, you know, he went out of control or something like that because who, who just runs straight into a barrier like that. Right. So yeah, yeah, man, it it was just, it was just chaos for about two hours. I mean, everybody went nuts on this. It was really kind of scary for me, man, because my mind always goes to uh, worst case scenario. I was like, dude, you guys need to check that car for bombs. (laughs) That was my thing. The guy, it, it, it didn't make sense that he just ran into, uh, he ran into the barriers just to run into barriers. I mean, I feel like you're, if you're going to do that, even if you didn't hit any police officers, you're still going to get shot at. You're going to get shot at. And it seemed almost kind of suicidal what he was doing. I mean, when you get out of the car like that, you rammed, in, you rammed a police officer into a barrier. You know, that to me, you're assaulting a police officer, and then you get out with a humongous blade. I mean, I would be checking the car for bombs. You know, that's that's what I was worried about, that this was going to be turning into something a lot nastier than what it did. Um, but as far as we know, I mean, we, we don't have an autopsy yet. I don't, we don't know if this, if this kid was on drugs. We have no idea um, pretty much what was going on in this guy's head besides what we could find here on social media. And from Independent Enigma over here on Twitter, uh, this, again, was just some more photos of what this guy was into. And we, I showed this yesterday on the show. He clearly was into uh, into what in his his, uh, his religious beliefs, talking about how uh, he says I encourage everyone to study Revelation, study the signs of the end time, study who the beast is, study who the Antichrist is, study who the false prophet is, and study the created images during those times. And he goes into how he's talking about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, his teacher, the exalted Christ, is alive and in power. I bear witness. Study the minister, watch the lecture, study Elijah Muhammad, study the mother wheel, which is present here in America. And I put the question out to everybody yesterday because he was talking about, you know, the beast and the end times and all that. And I was trying to figure out, I'm like, who the hell does he think is the beast? I mean, usually, you know, any kind of narrative like this, you would think they were probably, you know, okay uh, with Joe Biden. But it doesn't make any sense as to who he was going after or targeting. Was it police? Was it just the entire um, was it the entire, you know, idea of America? And because it's the capital there, was that the, was that, was it a symbolic thing? But then I got thinking even more. It was obviously Good Friday. Um, this guy is um, very Muslim, does not like uh, Christians, as we can see here in other uh, posts. And uh, was this, this, was just a religious symbology of him going and do, I, going this and doing it on Good Friday, man? That's what I was thinking after all this was over. What do you think? Well, I'm really hoping that his true motive is going to be brought out in some way. I hope people are going to be able to dig this up. And for now, all we've got is these social media posts. But look, I I hate that we have to bring color. I hate that we have to bring his religion. I hate that we have to bring all this stuff to light. And the only reason that we really have to do it is because of the narratives that keep getting pushed on mainstream media against either a Trump supporter or a white person that's doing these crazy things. And, you know, we, we, so we have to talk about it. And that's the unfortunate part. Now, his the guy that he was following 
I went and looked into it a little bit. If you, if I was just scrolling through some of the comments and I'm seeing like a Washington post article where the guy, his teacher or whatever was saying, you know, he thinks that God picked Trump um, to destroy his enemies and things like that. So there's some confusing, uh, you know, talk going on between what his motives could have been. I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's a tough one. I definitely think this was religious, uh, religion, uh, motivated, the, that, the fact that he did this on Good Friday, um, I think, was uh, really the motivation. I mean, this is me. This is pure speculation, guys. There's no sauce for this. This is just my opinion. And I see somebody, uh, Monkey Toes 71 the Foxhole chat, the FBI probably activated him. I, you know, that's not too, probably too far from reality. We all know what, M, we all know what MK Ultra is. So, with that, <laughs> nothing surprises me these days and uh, all that stuff. And I don't know how, I don't know what injuries the cop uh, did get. I know the people in the chat are asking, the fam's asking how the cop died. I'm not sure. I do know he was rammed into the barrier. It was probably internal injuries, but again, I have no idea. All I know is that he was killed, and unfortunately, yeah, it did not fit the narrative, and really, there's really nobody in the mainstream media that's talking about this right now because the main, the last four mass shooters that we've had have all not been white. The, the last one we had was the, uh, the guy that killed uh, the Asians, the eight people, including two white people, so... Again, this racist narrative, it's, it's, we just have to bring it up because we have to show you guys directly of where the media is going to take this. And you guys know. You guys know if you don't see it in the mainstream media, you can definitely tell. Just by that alone, you can kind of guess what color the person was. And it's unfortunate that that has to be even brought up. But it's unfortunately the world we live in, and it's absolutely disgusting. So while this is all going on, this is from the Gateway Pundit, and it makes me sick that this man is even has a job. He should be rotting in a prison cell. From the Gateway Pundit here, former FBI Director Andrew McCabe says U.S. Capitol attack by black Muslim is one of the results of January 6th. Somehow, someway, my friend, they're tying this to January 6th, which, by the way, I told people this yesterday. The majority of the people that were arrested so far, majority of them have all just been nailed with misdemeanor uh, charges for trespassing. They didn't kill anybody. Majority of them absolutely, you know, they got misdemeanor. These these people aren't going to prison for years um, for mass shootings inside the Capitol. You know what I mean? So, again, this is what McCabe said here, told CNN's Wolf Blitzer. It's not uncommon to have people who are suffering from some form of mental illness or emotional distress to go to places like the Capitol, the White House, or the FBI headquarters to air their grievances or delusions he gave an example of a woman in 2013 who was shot when she drove her car from Connecticut to the White House and tried to drive through a checkpoint. I think what's different here is you're seeing the uh, playing out of a not just a mental illness, but a grievance against the government. The former FBI director continued, I would suggest that is one of the results of what we saw on January 6th. They had to do this, man. None of this is surprising that he said this, but they're keeping this narrative going that, again, because he was black, we're not going to bring that up. We're just still going to make mental gymnastics here and tie this to the January 6th riots. And this is the narrative that we're pushing. I'm sure you're not surprised by this at all. No, I'm not surprised. And to be honest with you, I agree with a little bit of the, of the statement, you know, a lot of that could be true, except for that, that last part. I would suggest that one of the results of what we saw January 6th, there's no reason for that. There's no logic for that at all. And, and it's not explained. There's no context, but 
you know, this guy obviously had some mental problems. And and whether or not he was going to air out his grievances against a concrete barricade, I have no idea. But, (laughs) you know, it definitely wasn't because people showed up on the 6th. I mean, it just doesn't – there's no connection there. And it's going to – that just needs to get lost in the air somewhere. I hate that name. I just hate Andrew McCabe's name. Every time I hear it, I get pissed off. I watched so many hearings with this guy um, with the Spygate stuff and him and – him and uh, and Graham going back and forth, and Graham coddling this 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 treasonous schmuck, and that's I'm censoring myself, ladies and gentlemen. I've been really good about cursing on the show the last three weeks. I hope you all have been noticing that, um, mainly because little man is starting to get those ears now, and he's starting to repeat things. But it, this I would I have some a lot of more serious words that I would love to say about Andrew McCabe. But it also reminds me when uh, Scalise, I think it was Scalise, right when uh, he almost got gunned down. Um, in the middle of a park by a shooter. And of course he was, you know, it was Republican side. So no one even mentioned it. It That also got memory hold. No one talks about that either. And the fact that they're going to go and try to do this, it's, it's disgusting, but he, maybe he did suffer from mental illness. Maybe he was brainwashed to the point where he thought what he was doing. It was, it was a righteous thing. According to his religion, maybe he was getting backing to do it. I'm sure this is all being investigated, but the thing is here, he was a big fan he was a big fan of the Nation of Islam leader, uh, Louis Farrakhan. And if we were playing the game that the media loves to play here, because if this was a Trump supporter and this person had Trump all over his profile, they'd be crucifying him to, to, for months on end until they get the justice and Black Lives Matter and whoever else would be uh, protesting about it too and burning more shit down. This is a good one. This is from Yassi uh, Gest- uh, Gestiner on Twitter. Then Senator Obama posing with the Nation of Islam leader. This was before he was president. This picture was back in 2005. But interesting connection here. That Barack Obama here, who we all know is a Muslim and has deep, deep connections uh, with Middle Eastern countries. Taking this picture, this was scrubbed off the internet uh, years ago because they thought this would, uh, would smear his image. But yet... We have this kid here that just died who is a very big fan of Lewis as well and also may, uh, the big tech media giants trying to get rid of this as well. It all seems too coincidental, but it says here, point of the above is that if Trump posed with the leader of a radical hate group on the right, you would blame Trump for any trespassing done by any following of that group. I mean, Trump was asked 27 dozen times in 2015 and 16 to denounce Duke and bigots whom he never met. And that's the point, man. If Trump was, uh, you know... He had his arms around Proud Boy members and, and Oath Keepers, you know, with AK-47, gold AK-47s in his hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I could understand, you know, some people being outraged about that, but there is none of that even existing. But yet we have our former eight-year president here, Barack Obama, who, in my opinion, has divided this nation more than any president in our entire history. And yet... Our country is still considered racist, but yet we had a black man running our country for eight years, and he's an extreme sympathizer for a lot of these Muslim groups. The Muslim Brotherhood, I'm sure all you know and all remember out there, there's plenty of digs out there on that. But, man, what do you think about this, uh, this picture here? It's, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, the thing, that, the thing about this is I'm wondering – you know, we read the Facebook post that Noah had up, and and obviously he had a lot of a lot of stuff going on in his head, and 
I'm wondering if there was ever a call for for action from either one of these guys, whether it had been from Obama, you know, a speech he may have made, or this guy that he's following that he believes is the resurrected Jesus or whatever. You know, I'm wondering if there was any call to action that, that this 25-year-old this took to heart in a way that he thought he should go out and do something like this. Because that's, you know, a lot of the time whenever you're in a group like this religiously and you're hanging on every word of a speaker, you, I mean, I wouldn't think that it was such a big deal if that wasn't all he posted. And before his Facebook got completely scrubbed, that's what he had up. It was all over his Facebook, man. So he obviously was thinking about this, talking about this, posting about this 24 seven. This was his thing. So, you know, that's why I want to point to this guy and just think that he has something to do with it. Absolutely, man. And the thing is too, when you find out who else is behind this guy, and I guess that you pronounce it for Um, When you look at who who is behind this guy as well, you have Democrats like Raphael Warnock here from the National File, the recently elected Democrat Senator of Georgia, said the Nation of Islam has been an important voice in developing black theology. It was the black Muslims who challenged black preachers and said, you're promulgating the white man's religion. That's a slave, uh, slave religion, Warnock said. You can see here the anti-white, anti-Christian rhetoric here. And it's very prominent. President Obama, again, this was the picture that we just saw. And again, a lot of other Democrats here. Uh, that Danny Davis, the current representative for Illinois 7th District, confirmed on the Daily Caller that he has a personal relationship with him as well. And when you see stories like this, and then they disappear, and it's not surprising. And probably the worst one that I could see here from a Democrat as far as capitalizing uh, to push an agenda this here from Representative Ilan Omar, this one really takes the cake. And again, I told you I was going to be injecting clowns throughout the show, and this is definitely one of them for today's show. Heartbroken to learn another Capitol Police was killed while protecting the Capitol. My thoughts and prayers go out to the officer's family and the entire Capitol Police force. The, that, the tweet was fine up until this last sentence. The death toll would have been worse if the assailant had an AR-15 instead of a knife. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to slip our gun control into our tweet here. 10,000 likes as of yesterday. And, dude, it's just a sad, sick attempt, man. Have some respect. Have some respect for the uh, for this kid that got killed and, you know, the police officer that died, man. Families are grieving right now. It's absolutely horrible. And you're going to put out a tweet like this saying if he had an AR-15, he was going to get, you know, it would have been worse. And, of course, as you go down here, Bishop Talbert Swan I see the white supremacists are overjoyed to report that the suspect in the Capitol incident was a black man, Noah Green. Green allegedly armed with a knife was shot dead. By contrast, Robert Aaron Long, the Atlanta spa murder, was armed with an AR-15. He's alive and well. It's really sick, man. So it's almost like they're saying they, they would have rather had that uh, kid get killed. We're, we're, we're actually rooting for death. We're rooting for murder, depending on the race of, of, of what, who these shooters are and what they represent. We are getting into a sick, dark place as far as what these people are trying to push as far as their agendas and narratives, man. And it's really creepy, and it's getting really weird out there that this is this is where they're jumping to um, and just attaching this murder that has nothing to do with guns at all, literally nothing to do with guns, but we're going to attach it to gun control, man. It's crazy. Yeah, and again, you know, if the news, if the mainstream media wasn't coming out with every single article trying to label the color, trying to label their political standing or wherever they are, 
you know, it, we wouldn't have to come out here and, and talk about these things because if, if it was you and me that were the, the media and there was no mainstream media, we would be saying a man was shot today. We wouldn't be saying a, a white man who, who is a Trump supporter got shot today. That's not the, because it doesn't, it's not important, right? I mean, it, what's important is the crime that happened. What's important is the tragedy that happened. It, it, we shouldn't even have to come out and, and say these things. And that's what pisses us off the most is that we have to sit here and, and dig and find out these people's history because it's the truth. And we're going to be lied to. The public's going to be lied to. And we all know that. So, you know, again, it's just it's just our job to do this now, you know. For sure. And Misfit Kid here in D-Live says, business as usual for Somalia. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's crazy. But yeah, no, who knows? This, you know, this is this is typical from the other side as far as what we're seeing here. But I'm seeing some even more weird stuff going on on the internet, um, especially on the big tech platforms now that most Trump supporters and a lot of conservatives have been removed. Uh, Twitter, is I still have my account there. Don't know how, but I still use it to collect information sometimes. Um, we're seeing these weird accounts pop up and literally push what you would probably call Chinese propaganda. And this is from the red state. And I, I personally saw this account, um, trolling other accounts. And it, let's just look at this real quick. The mysterious blue check Twitter account, Dr. Zilan, who blamed Trump after a capital ramming attack. Um, this account was making its rounds here. And now you can tell, um, this was not the original picture and there is a blue check mark next to it. The weird part about it was... This was the original picture of this account. It's a Chinese doctor or a Korean doctor. Um, and he had 85 followers, 85 followers. It says medical doctor, molecular biologist, computer scientist. Views are not my own. Retweets are not endorsements. Stop Asian hate. How do you get a blue check mark with 85 followers? And the only and, and his account was made in March, just made in March 2021. You guys can see it right here. And immediately... All his first one of his first things that he tweeted out was Trump insurrectionists are attacking our capital again. Multiple reports that two Capitol police have been shot. And this tweet, I believe, is uh, it, it might be up. If it's not, it's definitely been screenshotted. But since he's been called out um, and people have been realizing what is going on here, you erase the uh, screenshot of his picture here. Still has a blue check mark. And they go on and say, earlier I made a tweet in my misjudgment claiming today's attack on the Capitol was done by Trump supporting insurrectionists. This wasn't the case. However, Trump and his supporters have denigrated the sanctity of the Capitol building and laid the groundwork for future attacks. Sounds just like what Andrew McCabe said, right, man? Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, this account right here, I, I just, whenever I saw it, it made me feel kind of weird because obviously I'm wondering how a person with 85 followers can get verified, especially in such a short amount of time. So I tried to common sense this real quick. I don't believe that this this account was able to slip through the cracks of the verification process and just come out on the other side super quick. I yep. don't think that it happened like that. We know that we've got people working inside of Twitter that that are not for this country, obviously. And uh, you know, so there was definitely a plan behind this working for CCP. You know, they had somebody on the inside that was able to, to to let these sort of things go so that they can put these people out onto this platform and work towards their own agendas. And that's, you know, that's just where we're at now. We're at that point where Twitter obviously is going to just let the CCP put people on there and work in their favor like this. I mean, we just saw with Amazon, right? We found out that Amazon was actually hiring bot farms and hiring trolls to go out just to uh, just to protect the online image of Jeff Bezos with what's going on with his unions 
in certain states. And to me, this has probably been going on for since since social media has been around, but no one's really paid attention to it until now. And uh, you can see here, Yasher Ali called him out saying, this account was set up in March. The man behind this account claims to be a physician in San Francisco. One of his first tweets was spreading Chinese government propaganda about the Uyghurs, the Muslims, the uh, the slaves that they keep out there and that they're killing and doing all these other terrible things to. But ever since then, it's changed. But this was just one account that I was able to find. And I'm sure there are hundreds, maybe even thousands on Twitter right now spreading this disinformation. And you want to talk about blue anons, man. You want to talk about conspiracy theories. You want to talk about misinformation, spreading information that can literally translate to real world violence. You are looking at it right now because people will read this stuff and the ones that aren't awake, they'll look at that and they'll eat that up and be like, man, Trump's been out of office, for, office since uh, January, but maybe maybe they're right. Maybe that uh, those events never happened. This guy wouldn't have done what he did. It's really sick about what's going on here. And that's why I keep promoting you know platforms like Gab. Um, even Telegram has been good. The Foxhole.app for you guys to get all your information. It's all right there. But it's really sick, man. But as far as we know with the shooter, that's the, all the information we have right now going forward. It's been it's crazy. It's kind of weird too when you think about it. The the states have been relaxing their COVID um, their COVID mandates and stuff with the mask mandates and all that. And we've had four shootings as far as as far as I can remember. There could be more four shootings, man, within the last few weeks. It's just I, is it is it just coincidence? Is it just you know kind of people are are more out now? People, things are somewhat coming back to normal. So you know shootings were not you know they weren't like rare you know before the pandemic. They did happen unfortunately. Um, and depending on where it was, who it was, the media decided to focus in on it. And depending on what they're connected with, the media would decide whether to, you know, prop it up or not. But it's really gross of where we're going. But either way, I wanted to switch uh, switch over here. I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Heather. Thanks so much for the donation. Great show as always. Have a great holiday tomorrow. You too, Heather. You enjoy your uh, your Easter Sunday. If you got any donations, man, go for it. Oh, uh, man, I'm all good. Let's keep going. All good. Great. So let's hear from President Trump about what the hell is going on with baseball and all these other woke companies that we have talked about this entire week. President United, former President of the United States, he could be the president. We're still waiting on that. April 2nd, statement by Donald Trump. Why is it that every time the 2020 election fraud is discussed, the fake news media consistently states that such charges are baseless, unfounded, unwarranted, etc.? Sadly, there was massive fraud in the 2020 election and many... Very angry people understand that with each passing day. And unfortunately for the radical left crazies, more and more facts are coming out. Other than that, happy Easter, he goes on. And I wanted another statement that he brought up. He was literally calling out the MLB, told them to cancel, told everybody to cancel the MLB and all these world corporations that are standing up against Georgia that put their, uh, that are pretty much saying, we're not going to, we're not going to be doing business. We're going to punish you for putting these election laws through. And I have a list here of these companies. So ladies and gentlemen, Get your notepad out and get these written uh, get these written down. We have AT and T, Dell, Coca Cola, American Airlines, Southwest Airlines, and of course the MLB being in the main in the main uh, in the main limelight going right now. Um, all these companies stood up and put out a, a public notice to everyone out there how they feel about this and that these election integrity laws that were passed in Georgia are you know they're racist. They're racist. It's going backwards. We've heard from everybody from Tim Cook, Tim Cook, all the way to the CEO from Coca-Cola. They're all weighing in on this. And honestly, man, the law, the, the lines are being drawn. 
And for me, it's just like the CCP right now. These corporations feel emboldened. They feel empowered that nothing can stop them. And they're just going to they're going to say whatever the hell they want to say and do whatever they want to do. And Trump's calling them out. He's literally calling them out here saying to get rid of them. And this was all in response to the commissioner of the Major League Baseball, Robert Manfred, saying that they had a long, long discussion and a long talk about social justice and all that other bullshit. The words that, you know, the left love using and that corporate speak. So in all that stuff, they decided to cancel the game and all the festivities that go around the all-star game out of Georgia. And dude, the unfortunate thing about this is they're not punishing anybody besides the people that work in those venues, all the people that were banking on um, working those venues and all that money that goes into the community. And not only that, the fan base that probably, you know, you probably just completely snuffed out more than half your fan base. MLB ratings were declining years before this. You're nuking it again. And on top of it, the people that are probably suffering in your city, just like a lot of people are still from the, from the COVID pandemic, um, they need money. They were playing and working these events, probably making a lot of money doing it. And just because of fake, fake narratives about a, a fake racist law that, that's not racist by any means because... The funny thing is, I find it. None of these people bring up what's racist about it. They just say it's racist, but they right. don't. They don't pull what's out of the law that's racist. But what do you think about Trump calling this out, man? Well, you know, every time Trump says something, it always comes true later on, and that's what I love about it, man. It, it's he. At first, whenever I got to start watching Trump, I was really kind of like, yeah, right. You know, a lot of the stuff he said, honestly, and but it all freaking came true. So if you were Donald Trump, you know, being looked at by the whole world, would you be making statements about, you know, massive fraud in elections if you didn't absolutely know it's true? And we all know it's true here. I'm just saying he's go- he is right. And if he's, you know, we're it, the truth is going to be shown. But as far as these big corporations go, man, how do you think all of those employees feel that work for those companies? I mean, th- we're talking about a very select few that's sitting on top and they're making decisions based on their wallets about how they want to punish you know their their political enemies and why why is mlb delta airlines you know american airlines all these companies coca-cola why are they even having an opinion about the laws that interfere that that decide our election process they shouldn't even have a word in that but for some reason they're been they're being given the microphone and they're trying to punish these people man and what i'm going to start seeing online i guarantee it is all these employee statements are going to start coming out they're going to start complaining against these companies they're going to start suing the companies they're going to you know we're going to see the american people speak i always talk about the opportunity that's available whenever you know the the big tech and the big corporations like this try to hurt us we stand up, we fight back. And that's what I'm looking forward to in this, man. There, there's always opportunity to be had whenever shit like this happens. Absolutely, man. I'm going to show you some examples of some of these employees and people fighting back these corporations, man. Because to me, it's like, if I'm running a business like this, especially these big businesses like airlines, shut up. Shut up. Keep that stuff to yourself. If you have these opinions, keep it, keep it under wraps. Talk to your buddies about it. Talk to your other corporate buddies about it. I'm sure a lot of these pilots and the people that work for these airlines, they don't all share the same opinions, but yet they have to catch the wrath and they're painted. They're painted. I can tell you right now, man, I probably won't fly for until God knows all this is over and they, they change the way they do things uh, with the airlines. But I can, I can assure you a lot of some of those people are probably Trump supporters and they have to deal with probably people looking at them. Like this is probably some libtard here that likes to wear triple mask. And you know, 
stand on that hill and, and act like they're, they're a social justice warrior making everyone else wear masks. And I'm sure that's not the case, but this is a perfect example of what you were just talking about. Um, this was uh, sent to Jack Pasebic here. This was a text message um, that says, my husband is a pilot for Delta. Believe me, they all hate that the CEO has gone woke. Started with BLM and now this. It's embarrassing. It has nothing to do with running a successful airline. The pilots just wanted to have safe, on-time flights and then make it home to their families after. Please know that thousands of employees absolutely do not support this stuff. And dude, you know, that's that's a common theme that I, I've, I've said on this show. All of us American patriots out here that love our country, we want to be left alone. We want to do our jobs. We want to consume sports. We want to consume all the things that, are, that this country affords as entertainment, all this stuff without having the political crap and this wokeism injected into it. We don't want it. We just want to be left alone, work, go home, enjoy your families, and just stop with the nonsense. We don't need to hear from Delta or Coca-Cola or anyone else that has their opinions about... The thing is, and it's all the same narrative. It's nothing different. You're offering no substance, and you're going on all the same typical outlets spewing your hate and spewing nothing but nonsense, man. It's nothing but blue anons. Everywhere, and I saw somebody in the chat on Twitch say, "Aren't are these uh, like MLB? Are these the CCP-run businesses?" Well, when I show you this story, it makes you really wonder who they really uh, who they really ta- speak to. This is from the Post Millennial. MLB continues business with China Communist Party while distancing themselves from Georgia democracy. You have MLB cozying up to the CCP. And we can see it here. Something pointed out this evening by Breitbart is how the Major League Baseball admin operator operates a player development center in communist China. A country is undergoing a harrowing time period where the Uyghur Muslim population is being rounded up into labor camps. You don't see MLB saying anything about this whatsoever. It says from grassroots initiatives to elite development programs, Major League Baseball aims to grow the global interest in the game, retain any and all early participants, and develop the talent that comes through the pipeline from whatever direction it may come. So they're basically saying, over the last decade, MLB's development center in China has been focused on academics, baseball, and the social and cultural development of each of the participants to come through the doors. MLB has no problem keeping their relationship with China while all these things go on because it's all about the money. Meanwhile, they're canceling an entire state and, and punishing their own citizens, which is to me is funny, man, because you know what's funny? The MLB capital... Their headquarters is in New York. And, you know, we have stricter voting voting rights than Georgia does. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny? Isn't the, that funny? The bill for Georgia, I think the early voting was 17 days. I think in New York, it's 12. And on top of it, I read it today, it's illegal to get to uh, hand out food and water um, in lines in New York. And that's why I've, I told you guys, I've never seen anyone... When people were saying that people were complaining about getting food and water while waiting in line to vote, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was satire because I myself, that's just something that's not done here. It's never expected. If you want to bring food and something, you bring it yourself. But it's never been an issue. So the thing is, you're canceling one game in Georgia. There's still a whole schedule of baseball games that are going to go through Georgia. Are you going to cancel those two? Why don't you cancel everyone out in New York? None of it makes sense, dude. And this is why I'm saying when you looked at the nitty gritty details, um, none of this makes sense, man. And it makes you realize that we are truly living in a corporate clown world.
No, we definitely are. And I just want to read one of the comments. It's really good over here in Foxhole. D Patriot 1776. If my state made a law I didn't like, the last thing I would ask myself is, I wonder if my favorite airline approves or not. You know, and that's perfect, <laughs> it's man. A it perfect puts, question. It puts a bow on it. It puts a bow on it right there. You know, it makes me wonder if these corporations haven't been made the promises. You know, they've been made the promises by China that if they just hold to their position, if they hold tight to the left and they keep doing what they want them to do, then eventually they're going to get paid back in a way that's bigger than what they're making right now. That's the only logical explanation that I can come up with as to why they would ruin their their uh, their customer base and their employee base like that. It's funny, the farting boogeyman, D-Live, said, I voted in New York and they gave me a Sharpie. I took a pic of my filled-in ballot. <laughs> there you go. All we got was a sticker that said, I voted. That's it. That's all we got. We waited, me and my wife waited almost an hour to vote um, at this past election. It was worth every single minute. And uh, we, don't, we don't, weren't expecting gifts or food or all-you-can-eat buffets um, to be outside in food trucks. This, is, this ain't a party um, out here in New York when you go to vote. But I just thought that was really funny. But even Mike Pompeo weighed in this. Look what he said here. Georgia's laws don't comport with MLB values, but China's, but China's do. And it's a perfect question. It's a perfect question. And Hollywood is owned by China. It seems like sports are owned by uh, China at this point. And it seems like a lot of our politicians are also um, sucking at the teat of China as well. It's not good. And this is exactly why we need to figure out what the hell happened with our last election so we can never have this happen again. And it's very true. And, of course, of course, our other clown uh, that we're injecting here today, LeBron James. Proud to call myself a part of the MLB family today. More than a vote. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and everyone that was uh, memeing this stuff put pictures of all the Uruguay, <laughs> unfortunately, the prisoners that are out in China right now. It's sick. And, of course, LeBron James, he is probably the biggest Chinese puppet of them all. And, of course, he's got to throw in the Black Lives Matter saying, I'm part of the MLB family today, brainwashing his base as usual, man. It's, it's so sick. It is, dude. And just uh, just that reminder, y'all remember last year whenever they decided they were going to cancel NBA games and what happened? There was such a fuss about it that they ended up bringing the games back, you know, and that's that's what happens, man. That's what happens whenever they stand up and try to fight against the American people. We know we got this. We just got to keep fighting it. Absolutely. And, and the thing I want to tie this up with, because we're seeing more more fight fight from the Republican Party at this point, and I, I, I don't get it never made sense to me if I was if I if I held some kind of power and I was a Republican that could make some change like this and companies were going to pull this, hurt them back, hurt them back. Why are we worried about what the left have to say? The only reason why you're worried is if you're either a coward or they have something on you or it has something to do with money and payoffs. If you go into this clean and you do what you need to do, you go and do stuff like this. Representative Jeff Duncan announces that he is def, uh, drafting legislation to remove the MLB's federal antitrust exception due to their criticisms of Georgia's election reform. Just like we saw the other day, I find it, when the Republicans in Georgia voted to get rid of Delta's tax breaks and make them pay. This is how you do it. You fight back. You make these companies beg you to come back, and that's exactly what they will do. The NBA took Black Lives Matter off their courts for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. It's not there anymore. Their ratings tanked. The NFL ratings tanked. Baseball is going to be shit now. It was already going down the tanks, and now it's going to be even worse. And now it's great to see um, Republicans like Jeff Duncan don't know much about him, don't know if he's a sleazeball or not, but he's taking some action against these people, and we need to see more of this. And just to wrap this up all in a nice bow, for everyone out there in Georgia, they did a poll. 
This tells you, this either tells you 75% of people in Georgia are racist or they just have something called common sense. UGA, AJC, AG, oh my goodness, AJC poll, nearly 75% of Georgia voters support requiring photo ID to vote. Wow, what a concept. And just a, just a fact too, man, the, uh, the Major League Baseball said going forward for all their, uh, for all their, uh, Sales to buy a ticket, you know, you have to provide as proof <laughs> to get your ticket. Oh, tell me it's an ID. It's an ID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a surprise. But 75% of Georgia voters support requiring photo ID to vote, man. And it's just common sense. And uh, just to wrap up today's show, I told you guys it was going to be a little bit earlier today. This will make me feel good. I laughed at this. Anyone, anytime that I see Antifa um, get into some pain, I got to show you guys, and you're going to enjoy it with me. This was a far-left Antifa capitalism protest at Chase Bank in Manhattan yesterday. And this this douchebag thought it was cool to spray paint the windows and to climb this. And looks like, from what we're going to see, I find it, he must have missed Arm Day, as we're going to see here. Take a watch. The only sad part about this video that I didn't like, man, there's the fact that EMS showed up. <laughs> I can't. St- I don't I just, say. I was waiting for the applause. I was waiting for everybody to start clapping. I, I would have been clapping. I would have been clapping. And you know what I would have done? I would have taken that uh, that black paint out of his backpack and go and went and found the uh, Black Lives Matter logo out in the uh, New York City streets and used that black paint and thrown it all over it. Then we call it a day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Loco Joe, gravity is racist. It absolutely is. There, there has, There's not been a truer statement said on this show than gravity is racist. I totally agree with you. Gary James, thanks for the donation. Always, my friend. Can't wait for my Drunk Society's hoodie. I did check the orders, my friend. I'm going to be making sure my orders get out in a week now because sometimes... We get a lot of stuff back ordered, especially with hoodies and stuff, and it doesn't get out in the time that I want to get it out. Um, but I, I just checked uh, all the orders literally just uh, before I got on the show. I'm going to make sure they get out this week. So thanks for being patient, Gary, and thank you so much for uh, donating to the show as much as you do. And if you got any, I find it, go for it. If not, we'll just hang out the uh, chat for a little bit. I got one from Heather. Heather, you always donate. I appreciate you so much out there. I love y'all, Woke fam. Beautiful. And Lynn's over it with the diamond. Have a blessed Easter. Uh, yes. Yes. Enjoy your Easter. I may do something. 
I might do something. And if it is going to be anything, it might be a drunk society. We'll see. It's been a while. Um, and also because this coming Sunday, after this Sunday, we are doing the uh, the Woke Society's baby shower. And um, it's going to be Sunday. So I want to know in the chat, what's a good time for you all? Is Sunday night better for you all? Sunday afternoon? Sunday evening good for the uh, for the baby shower? Just want to get a kind of a, uh, a vibe from the uh, from the Woke fam here about a good time for all that in case for the ones that do want to uh, show up for that. And I will put it in the title because I know if I don't put it in the title, people are like, wait, why are we talking about news? Why is Scott opening up baby clothes? That's going to happen. I know it'll happen. So I'll make sure that I, I make sure that it's in the title. So when the uh, the live, you guys get the notifications, you know exactly what's uh, what to expect. All right. So people are saying afternoon, afternoon, afternoon. All right, we're getting a lot of afternoons. Getting specific times now. <laughs> I'm waiting, I find it. I want 2.43 p- Eastern time, exactly in the dot. <laughs> That's what we'll be going like, 2.42 and 30 seconds. That I can't have it any other way. <laughs> Absolutely. And Heather, I know, we've been, we, we've been so busy, we have not been able to get to the, uh, get to the uh, post office, but I promise we'll get there before next Sunday for sure to get your gift. It's, it's sitting there. We know it's there. We just have to go pick it up. We're doing our annual family Easter celebration with all the children. Awesome. Awesome. Lynn's over. It says, my son is coming home from Texas. Haven't seen him in over a year. So exciting. That's awesome. That's always good. Seeing your kids. Seeing those kids. Glad you were getting time together. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Always good to get time with the family here. No matter what you celebrate, what religion you celebrate, it's still always... <laughs> Let me just rephrase that. Depending on if your family relationship's still okay. Um, <laughs> with all that. <laughs> Kathy H says, I'm West Coast, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So maybe we'll do an afternoon... Um, we'll do an afternoon baby shower. I'm cool with that. April 11th, the baby shower. Yes, that is the date. April 11th will be next week. Pat's place is rabbit hunting. That sounds like something my co-host would do. Not something I would do. (laughs) (laughs) I must have pissed him off. He's not saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's because it's so true. (laughs) I figured, I figured. I don't know why I keep seeing uh, relaxer anus in the uh, in the foxhole chat, but this anus, I can promise you guys, is very relaxed. I was just about to say that Looney Tune always coming in with that statement, man. <laughs> oh, is that okay? So that's a this is a normal thing, okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> See Texas Bear, he knows he wants three twenty-two p.m. exactly. Just asking. <laughs> no, what what I want to know is, are you wearing a bunny costume tomorrow for drunk societies? I think that needs to happen, man. Oh hell no. I don't have any, I have no bunny costumes at all. I just, I just, I just show up with myself in whatever state I'm in. And uh, that's what we do. That's what we do. Oh man, that would be epic though. I'm just saying we should be, we'll get the chat going. If they ask for it, you know, you got to do it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, okay. So that whole relaxer anus thing is apparently from the Dilly show. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now I know where it's coming from. Anyway, guys, we'll do something uh, fun with tacos and wings one day. I got some plans. Kate Quinn says, are you serving, uh, this is from Foxhole Chat, are you serving tacos for shower snacks? (laughs) My wife just said, shook her head, no. (laughs) People are... uh, 
sometimes I wonder what she thinks hearing all of us talk, you know what I mean? Reading these chats. <laughs> they want me to dress up as a bunny tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. My wife has a, uh, a Playboy uh, tank top she had from... closest I'm getting. That's as Easter as she's getting right now. That's awesome. So That's... you have to wear that then. <laughs> Oh, they want me to wear that now, babe. <laughs> she, she's totally cool with that. She's totally cool with that. Yeah, oh, now now I see it. Now everyone, yeah, the little delay there. The D-Live fam just saw that one. The Foxhole fam's coming now. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it is what it is, guys. We have fun on this show, as we always do. Just want to make sure no one else sent me a donation. Nope, we are good to go. Beautiful. So, guys, yeah, the best and a great way to keep uh, supporting the show go to wokesocieties.com, go to the store tab, check out the merch that we have, get yourself a nice gift for yourself, your friend, or your family. It's all Patriot merch there, some funny stuff, and we're going to be adding some more stuff. I can't wait for a particular merch to come out. Um, I want to make a really nice Woke Fam shirt and Woke Fam merchandise for everybody out there because we are all fam it's just been really hard i find it uh the word woke is getting used more and more and more in a negative light and i always feared that was going to happen at some point but now i feel like it's it's coming i'm like i really hope i don't have to change the channel name because <laughs> if i feel like if i were to reach out to uh people for interviews they're like are you a shill man your name is the name of your show is woke societies you got to be a libtard that's what i'm thinking <laughs> about i'm like oh man this, the whole plan, dude, when I, when I made when I made Woke Societies was on YouTube. I wanted to get the lefties into my shows. That was the whole point. That's why I named it that, but we'll see. I have some ideas for any possible names. Uh, but uh, Chef Sarah G says, you're the good woke. There you go. There That's you go. right, man. And I, I think you should keep it no matter what. You know, you're you're that guy. You, you keep that attitude where it's like nothing's going to touch you, dude. And Woke Societies is perfect because you were so good at trolling the left. Yes. So, man, I think it sticks. I think it sticks forever just because just because you're the best at it. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. If I if I could make a living trolling the other side, I would I would be making forget it, dude. I'm really good at it, but I had to give it up because it's just you become toxic yourself after a certain point. But um, I'm really good at trolling. I can I, you know, I can get under people's skin if I really want. If I know if I have the facts and the knowledge, I will destroy you with words. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep the name, bro. I like it. Keep it. Keep it. They still don't change it. All right. You guys convinced me. Absolutely. Methods was sure on you about the wings. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to Methods this morning. I, I was listening to him. It's always fun. It's always fun. He's working hard over yeah, man, We're going to. Yep. Go ahead, dude. They, they started calling it a wingervention. We're going to have to sit down and have a wingervention oh, with yeah. you. And, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Wing intervention. Yeah. You guys can. Uh, yeah. It'll be me drinking hot sauce and throwing up in the toilet and uh maybe i find it can come out here and film me vomiting <laughs> getting the uh getting just uplifting that the, the demons out of my soul and out of my uh out of my system that you guys call hot wings which is un really unfortunate oh man i'm gonna make a wingumentary about it we're gonna film you coming out of your addiction from wing <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome no, I've, the thing is, man, I see people are giving me some, na uh, some possible name changes. If I was going to change the name of my show, I would call it call. I would, I would be calling it Call Out Commies Podcast. That's probably what I would call it if I were to go with the name right now. Is Call Out Commies? Um, that's probably what I would go with now. It's still we'll have to see. 
Um, but for now, Woke Society is going to be the name of the show. It's been around for a while. We Are Rise says bourbon flavored wings. Now, that is what I'm talking about, my friend. I, I don't think I've had bourbon flavored wings, but damn, those sound really good right now. Let's oh, see. you're making it worse out there for him, guys. You're making it worse. You're, you're just drawing him back in. We are rising. You're feeding. You're feeding an addict. You're feeding an addict. You're enabling me, enabling me. But you know what? I won't ever go to a Taco Bell because you get your shit ran over. I'm good on that. Uh, let's see. I said I was sorry. All right, <laughs> dude. People are so <laughs> mad. They're like, you don't go to Taco Bell for real tacos. They <laughs> got so mad. I was watching your comments, guys. You know. You guys don't have to defend tacos. I know they taste like garbage. When you get mad like that, it just further shows, further shows that I'm right. I'm right. Jesus Christ. I like the new name. More suitable for what we do here. However, you can always start another one. Yes. Yeah. You, you, I know they saw, I know people probably saw my name over there on the list finally. And uh, I'm just going to tell you, y'all, do y'all want me to just come on for an hour? I'll just sit there and just eat tacos and, and just like bash woke societies for not eating them. Like that <laughs> be my whole first well, episode, just eating tacos. The thing is, man, I don't think there's a cooking channel on Foxhole yet. So maybe we could, uh, we can make some food, uh, get a little toasted and then get on air and just eat our most tra- the foods that we hate and just you know hate ourselves while doing it <laughs> <laughs> while calling out communists i think it's a great idea <laughs> oh man i'll do it i'll do it with you i don't care let's go for it man. there you go we'll have, we'll have to get this going man we'll have to get this going if if my life comes down to me doing cooking videos man i i know <laughs> i don't know if it's gonna be bad oh man oh man let's so what else we got here Oh, he's going to send me the recipes. Okay. he's. He, we Are Rise is taking it even a step further. Taking it a step further and going to send me recipes. That's that's what I'm talking about. Feed the beast. Feed the beast. I'm all for it. All oh, man. for it. Although the wellness is not going to like this, Scott. You're absolutely right. You're so <laughs> right, dude. Oh, my God. Well, the thing is, if I get my audience fat, then I could recommend them not being fat through my sponsor, so. Oh my God. It's a double-edged sword. <laughs> you guys choose your fate. Don't blame white people because you're fat. <laughs> oh man, it's so ridiculous, I love it. <laughs> I'm starving, waiting on roast and Instapot. Ooh, that's nice, that's nice. Scott's cooking and makeup videos live on Foxhole. Hey guys, if things start, you know, if things get really bad, you know, maybe, you know, it could, it, maybe I'll end up on Only, OnlyFans too or something. I can cook in my underwear or something. I'm sure my wife would love that. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, I'm just going to let you know right now, if that's what's going to be happening, I'm not going to co-host that show with you, dude. I'm just it's all right, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll charge $2 for a subscription. You, you, anyone can afford that, so you can't, you can't even tell me that, you know, you can't afford it when I make it that cheap. It's, it's, it's almost free entertainment. It's free entertainment. Dude Dillon said, hey, I got the first cooking video out in Foxhole. All right, due diligence. You got it. You popped the cherry. Maybe I'll have to do uh, beers and bros with you and get trashed and uh, we can talk about the world. That would be fun. Oh, I'm man. My, I'm going to have to get my webcam out by the grill then. This is what's going to have to happen now, man. I'm going to have to start eating some food and talking about commies. That is great. Yes. Call out commies while having some drinks. I'm fine with that. that sound, dude, doesn't that sound so American? It does. Sounds like the most American <laughs> thing, right? And I live in a neighborhood where I can just I can just go outside and shoot the shotgun. So I mean, we'll just <laughs> can't do that on America around here, dude. Can't do that here. The FBI will be at my doorstep any minute. They're probably waiting <laughs> for that. 
Oh man, I won't eat Unisushi. That's it, guys. I will say, <laughs> there is nothing. If you're if you're talking about my favorite food, sushi is number one. Wings would be number two in that in that order. There is nothing better than sushi, but that's another conversation for a different day. But oh my goodness, let me open up that chest for you all. Thanks for hanging out here with us. Wasn't planning on uh, hanging out here this long, but I can just can't help it, man. Just can't help it. I love the woke fam. Can't get away from it. You guys are fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Suki, the mods. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out here with us as well, taking the time out of your day to come do our shows. I can't appreciate you guys enough for doing this. It is the end of a long news week for uh, for us out here and all that good stuff. And uh, there's going to be another slate of shows starting next week and all that good stuff. And um, what else we got here? Yeah, starting again on Tuesday. Tuesday through uh, uh, Saturday. Five shows a week. I know you guys are loving it, and they're going to get even better and better and better. And we're going to keep this train going. It never, ever stops. And I see yeah, people people are definitely uh, torn with with the sushi comment, but that's funny. Daily Insanity 2020 says, got wings tonight, but I do love sushi. That is, that is you're, you're the man. You are the man. Spazzo Yeti, you are awesome, Scott. Thanks, man. You're awesome, too. So, man, you got any uh, final words before we get out of here? Man, I'll see y'all on Tuesday. I love hanging out with y'all. Woke fam is awesome as always, man. Have Y'all have a good Easter and a great weekend. Beautiful, beautiful. So yeah, guys, have fun tomorrow. Go to church. Go be a terrorist out there, as Method said this morning. Go be a terrorist and go to church. Go pray. Go do go do American things that these communists want you to stop doing and give a big middle finger out to the establishment and to the communists that want to continue to try to control our lives. Be a living, breathing, just F you to all of them. And in that, stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody. <laughs>